EO Fire 1260. The good plan today, furiously executed, is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why Podcast Websites is for you. Ignite. Thanks to our new sponsor, Google, you can go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 AdWords credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dennis Brown. Dennis, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. Yes. I'm ready to go. Dennis is a LinkedIn marketing expert, speaker, and serial entrepreneur who's built three multi-million dollar companies. His company was ranked by Inc. Magazine six times on their coveted Inc. 500 fastest growing company list. He's also the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. Dennis, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, no, I love that intro. There probably isn't a whole lot, but you know, I, I would be remiss without uh, telling you that I'm married to my beautiful wife, Danielle, for about 12 years now. I have two beautiful daughters, um, one seven, one ten. Having kids completely changed my perspective, changed a lot of things in my life, and it's been, you know, uh, the best thing that's ever happened to me. So on a personal level, that's, I think, outside of business, that's that's my why. That's why I do what I do. And you know, that's what gets me up every day and gets me fired up. Well, Dennis, we're going to learn a lot more about you, um, combined with the fact that you also go by the name DB, so we can go a little JLD and DB back and forth all day long here. We'll have a blast doing that. And we're going to focus on your journey as an entrepreneur, the ups, the downs, the worst moments, the aha moments, et cetera. But before we dig into all of that, let's bring things to present time and talk about you today. How does Dennis generate revenue in his business now? I've owned a variety of businesses over the years. And up until recently, I actually just sold my largest business. I spent the last six months putting that deal together and getting that thing sold. So I'm one less business right now, mm-hmm. but very fortunate and very happy uh, because it worked out good for everybody. Um, but right now, what I'm mainly doing is my LinkedIn consulting business. So what I do is I consult, teach, coach, you know, entrepreneurs, executives, sales managers, and sales teams predominantly throughout North America. And I teach them my LinkedIn marketing system that I used to generate over $20 million in new business through LinkedIn. So that's really what I do right now. Now, Fire Nation, this is the thing. As you're growing business in businesses, as Dennis did for a long time, you start to realize, hey, I've done well. I've generated a lot of revenue from this. Now, how can I build a lifestyle around what I want? I mean, now he has two daughters. You know, he's living in Buffalo. There's a lot of things to do there. So he wants more time, you know, to watch the Buffalo Bills or the Sabres. Are you a fan of either team, Dennis? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. No you can't not be. That's one thing I love about Buffalo is you just know 
period, that people that live there are fans of their sports teams. We're like, you can be in Philadelphia or even, you know, Boston, where, you know, what I call my home city. You know, it's, it's up in the air. Like maybe they're, maybe they're fans, maybe they're not. So I love that quick side note. But Fire Nation, what I want you to realize is that growing businesses is one thing and that's powerful, but then growing a lifestyle after moving from that success into that significant life is really huge. And I want you, Dennis, to kind of take us to a specific story in your journey as an entrepreneur. And this story being what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So don't pull any punches, open up that window, let us in. What was that moment? Tell us that story. I literally, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I literally just got chills because it brings me back to 9 11, mm. 2001. Mm-hmm. We all remember that day um, because of what happened with the towers and the terrorist attack. Well, you know, simultaneous to that, I was in a, I was the founder of a, a technology company during the dot com era. I was one of the founders of a company where we did, we had a software company and we had a financing that was a, that was supposed to take place in August, you know, the second or third week of August. And like financings, you know, we had financed the business with a few million dollars and we were doing very well and we were right on the verge of profitability. And back then, if you recall, nobody was profitable, no. right? Everybody was bleeding money. <laughs> and we were, we were doing well and we had very high hopes of, of, of either selling that company or going public. And, and, um, and our financing got put off and then 9-11 happened and literally the entire market dried up. So all financing, all VC, everything, the market crashed and, you know, and, and unfortunately my business crashed with it, even though we were doing well, we did not have enough cash flow to sustain that, that slow period. So, you know, I drove and traveled and flew and called everybody I possibly could to resurrect that business. And unfortunately I couldn't. And, um, you know, that, that took a piece of me, you know, it took a piece of my, of my spirit and, it was so difficult. It was such a difficult time. It was, it was, it was just so emotional because we had put so much blood, sweat and tears into that business. And, you know, we had opportunities to sell the business and we walked away from them and man, it was a learning experience. And I, and I, and I, and in retrospect, I look back and that's probably one of the things that fueled my fire and that I learned from that pushed me into some of the some of the fortunate success stories that we've had with some of the other businesses that I've been fortunate enough to be involved with. Cash flow, Fire Nation. How long is your runway as an entrepreneur? This is critical things. You are not going to succeed if you can't go and survive through these cycles because there will be cycles. Everything in business is cyclical. It might be a recession, a depression, just a little blip, whatever it might be. You have to be there with cash flow so that runway is long enough. A lot of entrepreneurs don't run out of money necessarily. Sometimes they just run out of time. Time is so precious. If you can give yourself more time, then you can get to that more money, but you have to have that time, that runway in place. So that's the biggest takeaway, Dennis, that I can have from what your story is that you just shared with us. But what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your worst moment? We had a motto back then. It was billionaire bust. And unfortunately, we mm. were the bust. Mm. We had opportunities to sell that business a couple of different times throughout the, the years that we were running it. And, um, and we walked away from them. And, you know, so the lesson is, you know, I guess it, it, it's easily best said, you know, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. When you've got a good deal on the table, realize the value. Don't get caught up in your own story and your own BS. 
you know, we could have utilized that sale to catapult us into a whole nother business, a whole nother opportunity. And, uh, and we walked away from it and we ended up, you know, you know, scratching our leg at the end of the day. And so that would be my biggest takeaway. Yeah, it's a great takeaway too. And it's never a black and white or clear answer at the same time. I mean, look at Mark Zuckerberg. He walked away from billions of dollars. And and what happened now? I mean, his company's worth so much X and he's worth so much X more because he walked away from that deal. And then he turned around and offered the founder of Snapchat $3 billion. And that founder said, no, thank you. I'm going to keep growing this platform. Thank you very much. And that's grown, but who knows? That could be another cautionary tale if that just ends up going bust. So there's never a black and white there, but just know, I I love what you said, Dennis, is that if you can look at your business and say, man, I can use this sale to catapult myself into greatness and beyond, maybe that is worth considering. And that billionaire bus can really get you into trouble. Now, let's do a little bit of a shift, DB, and let's go into another story. And this story is going to be an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. Of course, you've had a ton of these, brother. You have a ton in the future as well. But what's one aha moment that you think is going to be a fun story to tell Fire Nation and really take us to that moment and tell us that story? You know, there have been many, and and I was thinking about this because I'm a fan, and so I listen to your podcast, and so I obviously know, you know, kind of some of the things you talk about. But I think the one that's most relevant and that I think was most recent was my first client that I ever got through LinkedIn. And what you have to understand prior to that is that I was a social media naysayer. I was literally that guy that didn't get social media. I understood internet marketing. I understood marketing, but I did not get social selling. I did not get social marketing. It just didn't make sense to me. I couldn't connect the dots. I mean, I literally had arguments with my wife where I would laugh at her about Facebook and all these different (laughs) things she was doing. And I wasn't even on Facebook and, and, you know, and I got a connection request from a friend of mine to connect on LinkedIn. And as soon as I saw it, it just made sense to me. I don't know why it was kind of like, you know, music to Beethoven. It just made sense. And so I dove on and I just dug in and I, I, I committed to learning what this was all about. And in, in the first couple of months of doing that, I, you know, I, I connected with a, uh, many people in my industry and, you know, I had a great phone call with a guy who was a potential client, but, you know, we spent 15 minutes on the phone and we didn't talk. I didn't give him my pitch. I didn't beat him over the head with my sales pitch. You know, we had a great conversation. I would tell you that 13 or 14 of those minutes was talking about him and, and his, how he got his job and what he liked about it, what he didn't like about it, his family, football, you know, things that guys talk about. And then at the end of the call, he said, so, so tell me, Dennis, tell me a little bit about your logistics company because at the time I was growing my logistics company and uh, I, I gave him a really quick snapshot of how I had helped somebody very similar to his business solve a problem. And we made sure we had each other's contact information and we left it from there. I didn't know if I would ever see the guy again but or talk to the guy again. And ultimately, about a month later, he calls me up out of the blue and he says, Hey, Dennis, um, you remember me? I said, yeah, Bill, I remember you. Of course I do. He said, well, listen, you do logistics, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I have a problem. And bam, we landed our first client. Now that client wasn't a $500 client. It wasn't a $5,000 client. It was a six figure client per year. We had, we had that client for over six years. So generated hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of revenue from that moment. So that was my aha moment. I realized at that point 
that you could leverage social media to sell a traditional business product or service. And that's when I got the bug and dug in and went crazy and later developed my system and taught my team. And we developed, you know, we generated over $20 million in new business specifically using my LinkedIn marketing system. So that's why I'm such a big advocate of it. There's something I really want to dig into here in Fire Nation. That's that something just clicked for Dennis when it came to LinkedIn. It was literally light bulb at first sight. And I have to be honest with you, I resonate with that, Dennis, because for me, you know, I was this commercial real estate guy driving around, listening to the radio all the time. Somebody recommended podcasts and I tried my first podcast out and it was like, click. I get like, I get it. Like this is an amazing medium. I'm falling in love with this quickly. I I just get it for some reason. I want to devote, you know, my time, energy, bandwidth to this. And that was LinkedIn for Dennis. What is that for you, Fire Nation? What has just clicked in your life or be open to something clicking in your life? And when it does, you know, be ready to embrace that because it can be an exciting adventure and a great ride for you. Now, Dennis, that's my big takeaway from your aha moment. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? You know, I think you hit it on the head and that was you, you have to be open. You know, just because you've always done things a certain way doesn't mean that those things you did yesterday are going to work next month or next year. What I realized is that I had been, I had built traditional businesses and a lot of that was based on cold calling, right? And trying to just do it the old fashioned way. And what I realized is that the return on investment for cold calling was getting worse and worse and worse and more and more difficult to make that happen. And so, you know, I opened up myself and I was willing to, you know, willing to look at some other avenues and, and LinkedIn, jumped right in front of me and, and literally I, I, I embraced it. I dove in. Um, I became a student of it. I learned it inside and out. And then we started leveraging it and generated millions and millions of dollars doing it. And uh, I'll tell you, I don't know where my company would be today had we not stumbled across it. I mean, I'm sure we'd have a great business, but I, I bet you we wouldn't be half the size we were um, today. Dennis, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Ooh, biggest weakness is <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Hey, you want my wife to come in here? She'll, she'll point out a few. Uh, this is a 25-minute interview. Thank you. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I would say probably patience. You know, I'm not a very patient guy when it comes to getting – when I set a goal and, you know, I know you you got the Freedom Journal and the things going on and I've plug, really plug, followed plug. that. Yeah, I love it. I've, I've been following it. You know, I ordered a bunch and, you know, I, you, I, I love it. So – but – you know, setting a goal, once I set those goals, I'm not very patient. I have a tendency to want things now. And so that's probably one of my biggest weaknesses. I just have to be a little bit more patient, um, you know, with myself. And it's not with other people as much as it is with myself. I'm my biggest critic. What's your biggest strength? <sighs> you know, I have a very high pain tolerance when it comes for rejection and failure. Yes. <laughs> Thick skin, baby. So I'd say, you know, probably what you, most people would refer to as perseverance or grit. You know, I was never the smartest guy. I was never the most talented guy. I was just that guy that was willing to get out and hustle and work hard. And, you know, there's very few people that would ever outwork me. I love that because I got to be honest with you, Dennis. Like when I first started podcasting, if I didn't have thick skin, I wouldn't be podcasting today. I mean, let's be completely honest. Like I wasn't good. Like you can't be good at something you've never done before. Like there's very few naturals in this world. And I definitely was not a natural podcaster or speaker 
or host or any of these things. So you have to have thick skin fire nation. You're going to get negative feedback. You're going to get flack. You got to bounce back and persevere. And every day you'll get a little bit better. And that's so huge. And Dennis, you've gotten really good in a number of things, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? What I'm probably most fired up about right now is the results that my clients are getting. See, because I lived in kind of a vacuum, right? I did this LinkedIn marketing system for my own traditional business. I wasn't out there selling it as a course. I wasn't out there consulting. And, you know, so I kind of lived in a vacuum. And one of my concerns was when people started asking me to teach them what I was doing was, was it going to work for other people or was it just kind of lightning in a bottle for me? And once I realized that it was duplicatable, I could help duplicate those results. So I'm probably most fired up about the results and the feedback that I'm getting from my clients. And then as a as an attachment to that, you know, what I'm doing in the very near future is actually putting that into an online course called Linked Academy, which we're going to be launching here, you know, hopefully in, in uh, March or April. So that's, you know, those are the two things that really have me most fired up. And I'm just really happy. You know, I'm very fortunate, you know, if I never had to work another day in my life, if I didn't have to, because some of the business ventures we've had and some of the success we've had, but, you know, I just truly enjoy helping everybody, you know, get the results that I had, have that light bulb moment and, um, you know, making money along the way is always a good thing too. Well, making money along the way, that's a direct result of the amount of people you're helping and to what magnitude Fire Nation. So you are obligated, if you have something of value, get it out there into the world. And I love people that are successful doing that. And Dennis, this is actually going to be going live in early April. So throw the link out there. Where can we find out more about this course? Nice. Uh, you'll, it'll be on linkedacademy.com, L-I-N-K-E-D academy.com. So that's where everything's going to be hosted. That's where we'll do the launch from. Um, so that, yeah, that'd be the best place to go. Dennis, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, to be honest with you, absolutely nothing. I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. I started my first business probably when I was about 23 or 24 years old, almost right out of college. So, you know, nothing really held me back from becoming an entrepreneur. Now, what held me back from becoming a successful (laughs) entrepreneur? Very different story, not enough time. But ultimately, um, you know, I I think uh, even though I never had dreams of becoming an entrepreneur as a kid, um, I realized very quickly that being your own boss, being a business owner was the way to go. So I jumped right in feet first. I like that point that you just brought up too, because I want you to know, Fire Nation, you may not have had dreams to be an entrepreneur as a kid. I didn't. Dennis didn't. I was the kid that was doing the least amount possible just to get by as far as, you know, I had a lawnmower job. You know, that was me. And what did I do? I mowed my neighbor's lawn for 20 bucks a week. And my other neighbor's like, oh, you want to mow my lawn too? I'm like, no, I only need 20 bucks a week. I'm not going to do more work for more money that I don't even need. You know, if it was Gary Vaynerchuk, he would have been mowing everybody's lawn in the neighborhood. But, you know, that wasn't me. So, Dennis, myself, you don't have to be born an entrepreneur to be a successful entrepreneur. It can grow with time. And this might give a little glimpse, Dennis, into why you became a successful entrepreneur. Because my next question is, what's the best advice you've ever received? You know, I've been fortunate to have some really, really good mentors, um, and I've tried to surround myself with with just high-quality people. Um, But I think probably the best piece of advice that I got and actually put to work was stop focusing on perfection. Mm. You know, perfection is unattainable. It doesn't exist. 
And the person that shared that with me shared a quote with me. And it, it goes something like this. It says, a good plan today, furiously executed, is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. And I think that was Patton that did that, that, that had that quote. But, you know, that's always stuck with me. So, you know, for those of you that are looking to become an entrepreneur or are an entrepreneur and is looking to, you know, expand your business or whatever, 10x it, you know, perfection, don't wait for perfection. Don't wait for the perfect product. Don't wait for the perfect hire. Don't wait for the perfect timing. Doesn't exist. Get out there and just get after it. Well, and you should know this quote, Dennis, because uh, Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, said, if you're not embarrassed by the shipping of your first product, you waited way too long. So think about that. (laughs) Yeah. And also, and this is why this is a military quote, because if you wait till tomorrow for that perfect plan, you might be dead. You need to execute now on a good plan. That's what it is on the battlefield. And I'm speaking from experience. So, I mean, this is the kind of stuff, Fire Nation, you need to take action and make things happen. Now, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success, Dennis? I've been spending a lot of time, you know, just because of the time of year doing a lot of goal setting and talking about that. And that's probably one of the reasons why I ordered your, your freedom journal. Five of I, them, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I ordered a bunch of them. Well, I have a bunch of gifts, right? So right. Um, what better gift can you give than exactly. the gift of somebody accomplishing their number one goal? So I've been, I've been uh, spending a lot of time thinking about goals. And one of the things that I do with my goals, you know, obviously I, I do goal setting and those sorts of things, but what I do with my goals, I set at the beginning of the year, I set these big, hairy, audacious goals, right? Five of them personal, five of them business. And I, and I really focus in on really what I want to do, big picture stuff for the year. And then after I have those goals all set, I go to my calendar, right? Whether it be Outlook or it's Google Calendar now, but I go to my calendar and I create an event every single day that pops up at 7 a.m. It's the first thing I see every single day. And those five goals pop up. And, you know, and it says at the top, what are you doing today to make these happen? Mm. So, and and I have to see it every day. And I'm the kind of person that has to, I have to have those things in front of me. And then what I do right after I look at that, I look down at my, my notepad and I look at my to-do list and I look at the things that I'm doing and I say, are the things that I'm doing today directly going to help me get those goals done? And if they're not, I scratch them off the list or I delegate them or I just forget about them. And I focus on the things that are. And that's one of the habits that I've developed over the years that I think has really kept me focused in on, on, you know, on the big, most important activities, the income producing activities that help you build a real business. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Now that's easy. Google Docs. I, I've been, I'm like addicted to Google Docs now, like the last couple of years. I know it's really simple, but let me tell you, I, I absolutely love it. I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of tools I use, but I would say the thing that I use most often is Google Docs. If you could recommend one book for our listeners to join the seven habits of highly successful LinkedIn users on our bookshelf, what would that book be and why? One of the books that I'm, I'm about to reread that I read a few years ago, I've read twice and I'm going to reread it because of what I'm going through with this launch is a book called Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard. Did you ever hear of it? No, never. Ooh, Raving Fans. Uh, you know, it's a revolutionary approach to customer service. And the reason why I like that is because, you know, in the traditional business world, you know, successful businesses always have this heavy focus on customer service. Take Disney, right? Disney is one of those companies that's just an amazing customer service experience. And, 
I, what I did in my logistics company is I wanted to create that same sort of customer service experience. Now, obviously I was in B2B and they're in the consumer markets, but still, you know, and I think a lot of people miss that in their online businesses or their passive income businesses, or even their consulting businesses. I think they miss that raving fans component. And I'm a big believer that if you can create raving fans, um, you know, good things are going to happen. Absolutely. And, and that usually involves, you know, making a bunch of money too. <laughs> well, Fire Nation, <laughs> I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Dennis, is your book on Audible? It is not. Hmm. It is not. But um, I've told, I've been told it should be, but it's not currently. I'm, I'm working on a book, but with the product launch and selling my other company, it's been a little bit a little bit tight on time. <laughs> well, Dennis, let's end today on fire, brother. With you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I think one of the things that holds people back, whether you're a salesperson or you're a business owner or, you know, a entrepreneur, or solopreneur, whatever it is, is, you know, the fear of failure. And I, I'm just a big believer in you. You got to eat that frog. You've got to, you got to steer into it. The only way to get past that is to steer right into it. And this is, has nothing to do with what I do. It just has to do with, I think your audience, if the biggest piece of advice I would give them is, you, you know, do what you fear most. If it's public speaking, go do it. If it's, you know, if it's writing a blog, doing a video, if it's, you know, sharing your message with the world, go do it. And the more you do it, I promise you, I absolutely promise you that it'll get easier every time. So that's the piece of advice. The best place for people to connect with me would be uh, linkedacademy.com. But like I said to you before, I just want to make sure, uh, remember we talked about that special giveaway. Can we yeah, talk about that for a second? For sure. Great. So, you know, I wanted to do something really special for, for your audience, JLD. And so what I did was I put together a giveaway called LinkedIn Marketing on Fire. Three easy steps to start generating highly targeted leads today. And so what we're going to do is, you know, I'm going to give you a URL here in a minute, but what's really great is that that John was very gracious and has offered to do a personal, personalized and signed book of his free, or his freedom journal signed. And we're going to give it away to one of the users that opt in. So if you guys want to get that free report and you want to get entered into a drawing to get that personalized signed copy of the freedom journal, what you're going to want to do is you're going to go to linkedacademy.com slash fire. If you go there, you can opt in, you'll get all the information. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do a drawing and one of you is going to get that uh, signed freedom journal um, that uh, John's been so gracious to provide us. And by the way, that's a customized signed freedom journal. So you give Dennis the words that you want me to say. If it's a personal message to a friend, to you, to whoever, it's a personalized signed copy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm going to have to somehow wrestle you down to get my own personal version, even if, even if I have to do, <laughs> do some create. Even if I got to blast my email list with the with whatever I got to do, but I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll make sure that happens because I want my own copy too. So thank you so much for that, John. I appreciate my it. pleasure, Dennis and Fire Nation. You know this. 
You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with DB and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dennis in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, the book, the resource, of course, his gift to you, linkedacademy.com slash fire. Get your little booty over there, or your big booty, one of the two, and make that happen, Fire Nation, because this is a gift custom made by Dennis for you, and you're going to get entered into a killer drawing, which is going to be fun. And I just want to say thank you, Dennis, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. Looking for ways to attract attention to your business? No matter what your business does, an add-on Google will help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Why not give it a try? Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.